Get ready to talk sports with Daryl. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver. Daryl knows the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now here's Daryl. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Man, what a fight. What a fight. I'm telling you, man, I'm this this Tyson Fury guy came came out, told us what he was gonna do to Deontay Wilder. Said, hey, said he was gonna gain a lot of weight and bully him around, said he didn't weigh up enough the last time when they fought. Deontay Wilder, he pushed his weight up too, thinking he needed more weight to fight against Tyson Fury. I guess when he heard Tyson was gonna get up to two seventy, he thought he needed to get up to two thirty or whatever he got up to. But um, man, this was a this was a battle, and I guess you know Deontay Wilder. He's been like the bully on the block in the heavyweight um, championship for a while now. But this guy Tyson Fury um, proved that you know the last time they fought, I thought he was a kind of herky jerky fighter, and he showed a, he showed a lot a lot of moves. To be honest with you, he showed a lot of um, quickness on his feet. And he showed a hell of a lot of toughness when he got up off the floor in the first fight with Wilder after Wilder gave him a powerful blow that knocked him down. But, um, man, it was it was one heck of a fight. Uh, I tell you this, and, and, and Tyson Fury, uh, man, this guy came in on a, on, I don't know what you call it, uh, I don't know, a throne. Came in on the throne like the king, you know. With a with a crown on his head, some beautiful women pushing him on this chariot. It was nice, and he came in on this song. Uh, man, I can't think of the 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 singer's name, but it's an old '70s song, "Crazy." Oh man, and it was you know it was it was fitting. It was fitting for a a grandstand Las Vegas fight, and that's exactly what this was. This was probably one of the biggest fights in Vegas that I can remember. Uh, maybe, man, I say that because I, I went to see this fight at, uh, at a friend's house. You know, he, he charged people a, a little sum of money so you can bring your own drinks and come over to see the fight. I did. And, uh, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed this fight. I, I really, really, really in, enjoyed this fight. And, um, you know, I heard a story today that at one point Tyson Fury was uh, um, he was um, suicidal, if I'm not mistaken, and um, he he was, was a drug abuser. Uh, at one point, gained up to 400 pounds. So if this dude could go up to 400 pounds at one point in his life, I know he could handle um, 273. You know what I'm saying? If he was walking around at one point at 400 pounds doing nothing but just being a slug, when he got down to 273 and an athletic body, that's 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 a that's that's something to be reckoned with there. I'm serious. I mean, that's that's saying something. And when we look at it, Deontay Wilder gained more weight for this fight than Tyson Fury. You know, I think they say Tyson Fury came in like uh, maybe uh, 16 pounds heavier, and uh, and 
Deontay Wilder uh, came in um, uh, 19 pounds heavier. You know, so I, I'm, I'm, you know, I think the weight gain for Wilder was way more detrimental than the weight gain was for um, Tyson Fury. Now, now let's let's talk a little bit about about what um, let's talk a little bit about what what Wilder has come out and said. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny because you just don't you ju- you just don't expect excuses from anybody. But Wilder says that um, that the outfit that he wore coming into the ring, and it was uh, it was you know it was too much for me. I mean, it it, it was I, I'm trying I can't even describe it. It was like um, Dark Vader, uh, uh, Meet the X Man. I don't know some something crazy. It had lights on it. Had had a mask that looked like shoulder pads, a skull on one side. I, it was just, it's just too much, you know. I, and, and I grew up watching guys coming into the boxing ring with beautiful robes on, bright colors, shining, almost silky gold, you know, robes, man. That's, that was a big thing. And they take them off, and someone take the robe and take it down off out of the ring. But man, this dude here, you should see the piece. It's like three guys unstrapping, unstrapping um, DeAndre Wilder's wardrobe. I mean, they. Click, 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 you know, and then they got to take his mask off. And then he's got to open his mouth a few times and loosen it up where they they take this mask off his face. You know, it it was just it was just way too much. I'm telling you. And and I say this because he goes on to say that the outfit that he wore coming into the ring cost forty thousand dollars forty thousand dollars forty thousand dollars and i'm sure he could have got a beautiful robe for about a thousand but forty thousand dollars you know for a poor kid from alabama you would think that he'd find a wiser way to spend forty thousand dollars but hey i never tell a man how to spend his money but that to me is a bit outrageous you know, to spend forty grand on an outfit, but I say that to say, not only did it cost forty thousand dollars, it weighed forty-five pounds. The outfit that he wore to the ring weighed forty-five pounds, and looked like the entrance from the locker room to the ring. It was. It had to be at least maybe, maybe maybe forty yards, no more than that. I'd, I'd probably say probably closer to um sixty or seventy yards. So it was it was not a short hike to get to the ring from um from where um where his locker room was. But anyway, Wilder says that in the entrance in the midst of walking from the locker room to from the locker room to the um to the to the to the ring, he hurt his leg. He hurt his leg getting to the locker room to the ring because the outfit was a bit too heavy. And hey, we got Scott on the line. Scott, what's going on, buddy? Not much, Daryl. How's it going, buddy? 
Oh, man, doing great, man. I haven't heard from you in a minute, but I'm glad to know you're doing well. How's the family? Oh, they're doing great. They're doing great. Good. I hear y'all talking about the uh, boxing uh, match there. Uh, seemed like it was a pretty good fight for uh, for Fury, but that was about it. Yeah, but, I uh, think that's about it, too. Did you see the fight, Scott? I, 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 watched, I just watched the highlights, but I tell you, mm-hmm. it, it, it's great to see Heavy, the heavyweight boxing coming back because uh, for, for it seems like uh, there hasn't been no really big fights in a while since the you know your Tyson days and, and Holyfield and all them uh, you know you got some uh, pretty good big boys up there now fighting. Yeah, and we do, so, and, it's, and it's really good to see the the sport of boxing back. You know what I mean? For a while, um, that MMA and UFC was a little bit more important to 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 the world than boxing. And now it looked like boxing has really made a big turnaround and, and uh people are watching it, going to the rings and going to their matches and and, and Vegas is back. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. That's a big yeah. thing, you know? So yeah, and this was definitely a, a big time fight without question. A a, a big time fight. Um Yeah. And- so, and to see that that kid from uh, Alabama, you know, I mean, he, uh, you know, that that's pretty good because, it, like I say, it, it's your heavyweights. Uh, it, it's it's been a while since you, you've had a, a a good fight up in there, and it seems like them two, you know, from the first fight uh, was a pretty good fight. Now this one here, I think uh, he's got a, a decision to make. <laughs> you know, if if he will. But you know the thing is, he can get paid. You know, if, if he uh, requests a, a rematch, I wouldn't. You know, I try to make sure I got some money out of because that might be his last fight. Well, you know, um, they they say um, um, Deontay Wilder has a clause in his contract that he must have a rematch with this with uh, Tyson Fury. But I'm not so sure if Deontay Wilder want to get in the ring with Tyson Fury. So quickly, he might want to take a year off and come back. You know, <laughs> you know, re, re, you know a lot of people were saying that. Yeah, you need to recalibrate some things, man, and come back exactly. after a little time. You know, yeah, and hope Tyson yeah. Fury drank too much champagne, had too much brandy, had too much Irish whiskey, <laughs> and uh, and, yes. and, and smoked too many funny cigarettes, and, and stayed out <laughs> way too late every night enjoying the championship belt. You know what I mean? That's that's, that's right. what he can hope for. Hey, man, he's gonna take a little time to do that. Right now, Tyson Fury, he at he at the peak of his career, man. He must try to fight oh, him yeah. this summer. It might be lights out for um De- Deontay Wilder. He might not never come back, man. So he need to take You're a right about back. that. Yeah, and probably yeah. fight a couple other people. That's what I would do if I was him. Uh, yeah, I'd fight somebody that's exactly else. what I would do. Somebody else out there that that's a payday for Wilder. You know, yeah, because I believe there's another that other guy has a few belts, on, uh, you know, that's carrying a few belts too. So I don't, uh, I think uh, Fury's got four belts now, and I think he's uh, only the second one to do that. I think Rick Bow maybe was the last one that did it, but uh, but from what I was uh, seeing, up uh, this other guy that they're talking about him fighting has a belt. I don't know if it's maybe it's in, you know I don't know if it's in the heavyweight or what what because I know they move up and down but uh 
I'm with you. I think he needs to fight a few somebody else. I think uh, Wilder needs to take a break and, uh, like you said, recalibrate and and see what he wants to do. Because uh, if he had one more fight, that that would this. If he did a rematch, that'd probably be his last one. I I, I think you might be right. And um, you know, uh, this dude, this dude, Anthony Joshua. He he's out there, and um, and Andy Ruiz, he he's out there as heavyweight champions. So um, it's 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 some people out there that uh, that um that that Lennox, that um this guy could go out and fight, and I really mean uh, Deontay Wilder. But you know, and I know he's gonna probably want another big payday, and everybody's getting in his ear saying, "Hey, if they 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 might have to go to the go to his left ear because it." That was his no, yeah. They might have to go to his right ear because his left ear look was was damaged pretty bad, man. And yeah. So they everybody's getting in his in his right ear saying, "Hey, um, you know, big money is for the rematch. You know, big money is for the rematch. It's a hundred million dollars out there for a rematch, and so it's yeah. probably gonna be a rematch before he fight anybody else. And I don't know if that's gonna be help the healthiest thing for him. Hey, but while we got you on here, Scott, let me ask you a question, man. What you think about this uh, the XFL football? How 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 have you enjoyed it? Have you watched it at all? I, I tell you what, I think it's pretty exciting. I think it's the best yet that they've had. You know, because uh, it is it's pretty interesting. I, I've sat down and watched a game or so, and and it, it's more entertaining because uh, to me it is is. It's the closest that you got to the NFL. I mean, I mean, it's a branch off of it, so uh, it 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 seems to be pretty good. I mean, uh, if it stays that way, because you know there's been so many of them that they have came and gone. Uh, you know, the the thing it is is uh, it's got to draw the attention to everybody, and the thing it uh, money has a lot to do with it. So. Uh, you, you know, you gotta uh, uh, also try to draw the fans and all that too. So, and you ain't gonna be able to uh, set it, set your bar up there like the NFL has it. So, but it's still pretty in, entertaining. You, you know, I mean, that's a uh, it's a pretty good league. It seems like. Okay, and now, then, now, now, uh, I'm gonna ask you a question. Uh, I gotta give you a little backup question on that. Um, well, we take say let's let's if we just took the two teams that played for the national championship, um, um, Clemson and uh, LSU. Uh, do you think that these teams could could dominate or beat Clemson and LSU? Any That's one of the uh, XFL there. teams, if any one of the XFL That's, teams could beat Clemson or LSU. That's a good question right there because uh, I mean. It's uh, uh, usually when you got two teams that are playing in a national title game. It's especially if you look back at the last five, six years, they're top-notch teams, and they and you usually get a heck of a a game uh, between two top-notch teams. Heck, some of them could probably compete with your, your Clevelands and, and, and you know in the NFL. I, I, I'm I'm throwing that out there, but I I don't know. I, I, I that's it's a good question. And and, question. and and if you had to if you had to have if you had to take a guess, who do you think will win out of the um 
the Houston Roughnecks and the and the LSU Tigers. I, I think uh, I think I'd have to uh, go with the LSU Tigers this past year. I'd uh-huh. go with the LSU Tigers. Okay, or the Dallas Renegades against the Alabama Crimson Tide. I'd probably say I'd take the Crimson Tide. Yeah, yes. So, yeah. so I mean, uh, uh, that that's you know that's what you you gotta. Uh, but the good, good the good thing about it, it gives some more kid young kids coming up opportunity. You know, if you got another league out there, it gives gives them a more opportunity to 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 move on up because you know. Only a select few is going to make it in the NFL, or you know, make it up to the NFL and then make it in the NFL. So it, it gives some others opportunity to showcase yeah. themselves. And because I forget what quarterback I was watching the other night, uh, and he he was he he was very impressive. And if he don't move up, if somebody don't give him a shot uh, in the NFL, I mean next year or, or, you know, sometime in the future, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, you got to, it's got to be something that's going to, if that's what they're going after is something to, to feed the NFL, uh, too. I mean, got to be able to, uh, 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 push that in there to, to try to, cause that's what's going to keep it going. I agree. That's what's going to keep it. It going. sounds to me like that's what they're looking for is a feeding system too. You know, another way they can they can get move guys on up. So yeah, and I, and I really think this league is, is just starting. You know, and I, I think eventually yeah. it's going to be uh, it's going to be better than it is now. I think it's good now, yeah. and I think it's going to be better. I think it's going to be uh, uh, if we if they can take it easy and don't try to just rush things. If they just keep on trying to grow gradually, I think it's going to be good. Hey, Scott, yeah, thanks because, for calling, man. Yeah. Don't be a stranger. We're right. here every Monday night talking about sports yeah. on Sports Info UM. Appreciate you. All right, buddy. Take care. Take care. Hey, guys, we're going to be right back with more Sports Info UM on Voice America right after these messages. Hey, we still got Reggie. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chance and the chance and the chance and the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Yeah. 
Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England, along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week. And each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio, live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. All right. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. Call him today at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Or send an email to sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, we, we just got the, got off with uh, Scott talking about the fight. But um, you know, and I, I I don't understand Deontay Wilder. You know, don't don't wear a, a uniform that, that weighs forty five pounds into the ring, and then complain about it. it was too heavy. Come on, that that just don't make no sense. You know, I when I was a football coach early when I started coaching, some guys that I coached with they didn't like to take guys on the field to practice, or uh, even even before the games, like coming up to a game, they didn't like to take guys on the field to practice and you and it showed up when the games came you look up the first game of the season these guys act all crazy because they never had really been on the field practicing because coaches like to keep their field immaculate they don't like nothing to touch it and i feel the same way if you go if you have to practice in an environment that you are going to play in. Sometimes you have to practice with wet footballs because you're going to have some wet footballs in a game from time to time. You have to practice in cold weather, hot weather. You have to practice, and and trust me, you have to get on a field before the game, at least a couple days before the game. You need to be a week before the game, two or three times before you play your first game. Hey, we got Reggie on the line. Reggie, what's going on, buddy? Hey, what's going on there? And it sounds to me like he he just trying to find all kinds of excuses as to what 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 really happened in that ring. Just to go in there and say, man, I wasn't as as prepared as I thought. This guy was better than 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 than, than I than I expected, and I got my butt whipped. So I need to go back do some training because I'm gonna tell you, man, one thing, Daryl, I like. I liked uh, uh, Wilder. I saw some highlights of him. I had never seen him fight, but I had seen recent highlights of him fighting. I'm saying, wow, this dude, he'll be tough to beat. So automatically, you know, I'm pulling for him. Uh, he's from the South, at, uh, Alabama, and, you know, I, so I'm, but before I arrived at the hotel for the weigh-in, uh, uh, I saw a whole whole side of him that I didn't like, and that's the flamboyant, and that's the cockiness, that's the, you know, just it just he took this man for granted. And I watched that pregame, uh, that 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 Friday when when um when um uh, Tyson Fury sat down 
with the guy from ESPN and did his interview, that man was focused. He didn't even allow television cameras to come into his workouts. He was focused. He it is wild. It's just like he just took this guy for granted, as if he was just going to go out there and beat this guy. Man, you have to take every opponent. I don't care what sport it is. You have to take everybody seriously. As if they're, they're, they're trying to steal something from you or as if they're the champ and you're trying to defeat them. And to me, he just he just ignored all all of this guy's uh, accomplishments uh, uh, Wilder did. Ignored all of Fury's accomplishments and his boxing skills and his, you know, the way he approached the, the, the uh, ring. And he just just took it for granted to me that, hey, this is nothing for me. And when you have that type of uh, approach and that type of attitude, a lot of times the guys get defeated because you get guys like Fury and guys who are the, the uh, underdogs, they are, they are focused because they're, they're looking at And he didn't approach, he didn't approach that fight like that. And when you take a, you take an opponent for granted, a lot of times, man, you come in there and and you get the, you you you'll see something that you totally didn't expect, and I believe that's what happened to him. You got to be humble, man. He, there was no no humility in him and and no respect. He 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 had no respect for that guy. Fury. I, I would agree with you, Reggie, and uh, and, and I, I think he really kind of took it for granted. And I don't know how he should have or even could have when the last fought, fight was a draw. It was a tie. You know, I mean, the judges saw that it was right, a tie. Right. It was, even after right. he knocked the guy down, they saw it was a tie. That should have let him know he can't take nothing for granted. And apparently, granted, I think he right. did take, take Tyson Fury for granted. And when you take when you take right. somebody 6'9", like I said, this guy one time weighed 400 pounds, man. Come on. Right. I let you know. And, he ain't, he ain't and to, yeah, yeah, he's, he's a, a big, lost. huge guy. He's tough. Yeah, and you know, most of those foreigners, man, I mean, the people that come from those okay. other countries, man, those guys like Fury, those guys be tough. They can take two, three, four, five punches. He can dish them out, but he can take them as well. So, you know, and, and um, I'm going to tell you, to, to me, and I don't know if I'm wrong or not, but I, I to, to a certain degree, I blame his trainers and his corner but allowing him to get so cocky, man. So, you know, you got to humble your fighter. Say, look, man, this guy here is not, you know, it's not going to be as easy as you think it's going to be. And, I mean, he 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 went from the time he got out of his car on Friday to go into the weigh-in into the interview with the guy from ESPN. It was like he just had zero respect for this man. Uh, I'll tell you this, you know, um, and that's Fury what made has has uh-huh. a lot though, you know. He he's an Irishman, you know, and, it, and you hear the story yeah, behind yeah. him and how and those he guys are to, tough. Um, 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 what's the Emmanuel Emmanuel Stewart's camp in Detroit? He said when he went there, right. he told him, "I'm gonna be the heavyweight champion of the world." And and Emmanuel Stewart said a lot of white guys come in there and say that, but they don't. They a lot of guys. He didn't say white guy. He said a lot of guys come in right. there and say they're gonna be the heavyweight champion of the world, but he don't. He he he, he believe it when he see it. But it say he saw something in this guy and say he told him say man, 
when y'all when when the Irishmen came to America, they had to fight. See, ain't nobody like Irish people when they came here. They had to fight. They right. had to fight just like us. And say, hey, it's something right. about Irish people. They they fighters. And so that's right. what put it they're in tough, him. And say he people. left Emmanuel Stewart camp. And then when Emmanuel right. Stewart passed away, he came back and say Emmanuel Stewart's mm-hmm. nephew was there when he was there when he was younger. And say the, the nephew, mm-hmm. they call him Sugar Hill. He he's taken over mm-hmm. Emmanuel Stewart's gym. Mm-hmm. And that's who trained him for mm-hmm. this fight here. Is this guy Sugar Hill, yeah. Emmanuel Stewart's nephew. And um, hey man, and you can tell it made a big difference. He was he was way more aggressive in this fight here than he was in the last fight with um with Wilder. I mean, he kind of like sat back in the last fight with Wilder, but this one here, he was pushing around. Wilder was backing up, backing up, and Wilder had mm-hmm. gained so much weight. Wilder gained more weight than Fury did for this fight. And so when he was backing up, mm-hmm. he couldn't even move. He, last time, at least mm-hmm. when he was at 219 pounds, he back up, he could shuffle his move to the side. All he was doing was basically just backing up. And, and some people are going to say, Reggie, that that lick that knocked Wilder down the first time was an illegal punt. Hit him in the back of the head. Now, I don't know. His ear was bleeding. That's what he hit him mm-hmm. at the meat on the ear. I think you can hit on the mm-hmm. ear for what yeah, I did. Yeah, so, yeah. Right, right. So, and I, and well, I wonder what made him turn his back to this guy. <laughs> you know, you yeah. this big, strong joker throwing these halos, and, and you turning your back on him, man. And I think, yeah, if you can hit him on the side, you can hit him on the side of the ear. Yeah, but, you, you know, like I say, man, this guy just thought that he was going to walk in this ring and do this guy Fury the way he has done his other opponents. And and you got to know you got to know the guys that you were fighting. You Like you say, he fought him before, and it was a draw. It was a draw. So why would you take this guy for granted when you've been knocking other folks out and you couldn't do this to this guy the first time? You know, right. so and then you know he's gonna be training, and not only that, is he training harder? He he even knows how you fight in the ring, so he's he's coming up with a strategy because he he's been in the ring with you before to no avail for for either fighter. N- neither one of them won the fight, but at least he got an opportunity to work on a strategy to defeat you while you still thinking you going in there to fight the same person that you fought the last time and the same, and he was going to fight the same way. But like I say, man, it it was just that he, he had zero respect for this guy. He had zero respect for it. And you could see it by the way he, the way he uh, conducted himself in the pregame and, uh, and, and just the things that, Doing like I watched that same interview with the guy uh, Fury did with ESPN. Both of them did. I can't think of the guy's name that works for ESPN. Uh, 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 what's his name? Say he didn't even have his wife there. He wouldn't even want his. He didn't even want his wife around while he was training. What's his name came in the uh, in the uh, 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 weight weight uh, uh, at the weight club day the day that had to weigh in the day before the fight he came with his wife and the the music and the you know just that of coming to you know take care of business do what you're supposed to do before the night before the fight you coming up a flamboyant and you know and 
it was just, it was sad, man, because I was really hoping that he was, he was going to win. Of course, I'm going to pull for an American, and especially being from the South. You know, hey, you represent not, not just America, you represent the South, down, down <laughs> South, you know? I feel you, Reggie. But and I, I agree with you. He was quite disrespectful. Um I saw I saw the weigh in on Friday. And at the weigh in on Friday, him and his wife were sitting on a sofa. And he laying all up on his wife like he doggone four four years old or something. Come on, man. I yeah. I, I it, it just yeah. his focus was not there. You understand what I'm saying? When you right. got one of the biggest right. events in your life coming up in the next 24 hours, I just don't see you should be mm-hmm. laying all up under your wife and you know and 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 then then Fury they they could see each other right on these cameras or whatever. Oh, Fury had yeah. Fury had ESPN yeah. in his in his uh locker room and Wilder had <laughs> ESPN in his locker room. So Fury yeah. he started laying all up under his brother. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And his right. brother was messing, and, and he was he was messing with yeah, his brother here and everything. Fighters, man. And so this guy was focused. He was focused. Yeah. He was hungry. Yeah, Fury was focused. He man. was hungry. He was, yeah, he was focused. I think he was a lot more focused mm-hmm. than what he was. He was. Yeah, he was. He was focused. He was, he was more determined to win that fight than um than um than um Wilder was. He was more determined. He I believe he trained better. I, you know, because like you said earlier, they they had fought before, and it, it was a draw. You know, no no fighter won. It was a split, uh, a draw, right? Yeah, it was yeah. a draw, and and nobody won the fight. So, so uh, I just I just don't understand. That's the only thing I could think of, man. So Wilder is a good fighter, but I I put a, some of the blame because you can't put all the blame on. On the on the, um, the trainers and, and 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 the people who were around him to try to kind of humble him, but he he did he did a a, ter- a terrible sign of showing uh humility. Oh yeah, you know he oh, showed, yeah. he showed no no yeah. humbleness and no respect. And he, he gave that guy no respect, man. You got to respect all your opponents, whether or not. You feel like they 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 can beat you or not? You got to show them some type, some some type of respect. Hey, Reggie, we got to get <laughs> you know, out of here, man. We unless got you, unless you was the Miami Hurricanes about, in the early 80s. Forget about that Miami Hurricanes playing the Maryland Terpins in nineteen eighty-five, winning thirty-one nothing at nope. halftime. No, that was eighty four down. Eighty four. My 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 brain don't serve. Eighty four. It was the game before. It was the game before the uh Flutie game. Yeah, game before the Flutie game. It was the week. Yeah. And here before it is. Thirty one nothing. And guess what, boy? The, at right. halftime in the locker room, and we back to playing music and everything, man. Come on, we'd already yeah, played yeah, yeah. night Talking about where you going, going that night. We yeah. already talking about the yeah. girls. We were going to see it after the game. Man, somebody, some guys had limos set up, everything, man. Come on. You know? And then we go That's out right. there and lay an egg in the second half, man. So and, 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 and and we really, we really took mm-hmm. that team for granted. Yep. We took them for granted. Yep. And we all, all we did was took a half for granted. We didn't take the game for granted because uh-huh. the first half, we dominated. But the second half, we just right. took them for granted. And we 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 almost right. were saying to ourselves, 
Man, IJ, we could beat these teams, man. Oh, man. All the second string, third string, fourth string. Yeah, Walk on and play in the yeah, second Laughing, half, laughing and, and making fun of them. Why they yeah. even fly down here? Yeah. <laughs> I know that he killing them, too. Oh, boy, I know yeah. that he killing them. <laughs> hey, so, yeah. Reggie, this ain't we even learned no something game. That, that afternoon that you cannot take anybody for granted. And Jimmy Johnson yeah. made it clear from that point on. When you get some, when you get them down, pour it on. That's right. You get them That's down, right. you gotta, pour yeah. it. You can't let yeah. up until, until. Uh, I tell you what, two down. After that, Jimmy never did let up. After that, never did you know that. Let up. I because mean, they that, started like, accusing us, even though the day started accusing us of running up scores. Yeah, that made a big difference. On <laughs> yeah. that. that made a big difference yeah. in the Miami Hurricane program. I mean, that loss made a change in the way we approached every game after that, man. I mean, it was That's just right. yeah. we had a killer instinct after that game. I mean, it was like you, you right. when you get them down, you you choke them to death. Don't just choke That's them. That's right. Don't just That's right. don't don't let them hey, open their yeah. eyes again. You know, so that's, that's right. Don't stop scoring. Don't stop scoring. Make them throw in the towel. Make them throw in the towel. Keep I'm telling you, I think we that's covered right. the Make them throw in the towel. Five years after that, after that loss to um, yeah. to Maryland. Maryland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So no, hey, I'll man, never forget that one. I, I tell you what, that, I I believe that one was worse to me. There, that one was worse than the Flutie. That oh, was much to worse me, than because the they they the were in the game the whole game, right? They were yeah. it was back and forth in that yeah. game the whole game. But to come out and be ahead thirty one nothing at halftime and lose that that has to hurt to me. That hurt more than the than, than, than the uh, Boston College game. Yeah, it did. It, it really did. And and you got to realize that Flutie game, and we talk about the Doug Flutie game uh, when he throws a Hail Mary in the Orange Bowl against Miami in 1984. That game was – that was just a lucky play at the end of the game. You yeah, know, there's no right, time on right. the clock. The guy just draw back and throw it as far as he can. That's just a lucky play, right. man. But that Maryland game yeah. was more of a of – yeah. Of a Man, loss the fans started leaving at halftime. Focus. We didn't keep our focus in that game. That's the reason we didn't win that yeah. game because we a lost lot of our the fans focus. left. We were thinking about nightclubs and 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 things we were gonna do that night, and it's only like three o'clock in the afternoon. Man, come on, we had lost yeah. our focus you on what, what, said, what our job was. A lot yeah. of the fans left at halftime. Hey, why would they stay at 31 nothing? Hey, Reggie, we got to get out nothing, of here, right, man. Yeah. Thanks for calling, brother. Don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night talking sports on Sports Info. You on VoiceAmerica.com. Okay. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events 
to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. Call him today at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Or send an email to sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, we got Damon on the line. Damon, what's going on, buddy? Hey, how's it going, Daryl? Hey, loving life, man. Loving it. Hey, uh, did you have a chance to see the fight over the weekend? Yeah, man. I saw I was I was very disappointed. Because really? I wanted to see well Yeah, I, I had a, I mean, they didn't leave it in the hands of the judges this time. But uh I'd rather see Wilder throw the knockout punch. But he instead he got knocked out. Yeah, uh, he got he, he got TKO. Yeah, he, uh, KO but, KO, knockout is a knockout. Whether it's a yeah. TKO or KO, or, you know, knockout is a knockout. Now, I, I I I can I can understand Wilder's position about he said he wanted to fall on his shield. He wanted to go down punching, but I I think he could have actually suffered suffered a, a serious injury. And you know, Wilder is a guy that we've heard him say, and he, what did, we've heard him say, uh, this is the only sport that you can kill a man in the ring and get away with it. Yeah. I think he, he, he could have suffered some serious damage taking those punches from a 273 pound 6'9 or whatever that man is. He could have suffered something what? real, real bad. Did you look at his eyes when they uh when the first knockdown and then uh to the time they stopped the fight, he was looking like he was dazed. Yeah. You know, like he had a concussion or something. Yeah, he, he really looked dazed, man. And you know, the guys I was watching the fight with, they kept talking about, man, his he looked like his equilibrium is off. And he did look kinda wobbly a couple times, man. So I, I thought it was a good move to stop the fight, and I really think if they hadn't stopped the fight we would have saw a knockout, not just a TKO. We would have saw a KO. Yeah, because he had no defense after that. Yeah, he really didn't. And 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 he was taking some some heavy blows when they stopped the fight. When they threw the towel in, uh, Wilder was taking some pretty heavy blows. And like you say, uh, the weight didn't, didn't bother Fury if he walked around with 400 pounds, and it didn't bother him. You know, 
because he's used to it. But when when, when Wilder uh, jumped up, added more weight, you would think. I my 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 opinion is he he, he want to have more force to knock Fury out, but it worked against him. Yeah, yeah, it did. And and, and I, you know, I really think we're probably gonna see a rematch. But like I was telling the caller earlier, I think it might be best uh, for um, they, for Wilder to fight some other people. They got thirty days to uh, you know set up, you know agree to that rematch. But you got uh, Joshua; he he want to put his name and had to fight Fury. Yeah, and 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 it's true, man. This guy um, Tyson Fury at one one time weighed four hundred pounds. You know, so if he could, if he could walk around weighing four hundred pounds, and, and when you see the photos of him weighing four hundred pounds, it's not an uh, a, a, an average person weighing four hundred pounds because this guy's like six nine. You understand what I'm saying? He has like a yeah. little bulge in the middle at four hundred pounds. So when he's at two hundred seventy three, he almost look anorexic. Cause see how he's six nine. It's not like he's a a a a a, a, a a six foot two, two hundred and seventy three pound person. No, so it's it's a big difference, man. And it made a big difference. And he carried the weight yeah. well, very good, very good. He carried the weight, and um, and 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 be honest with you, uh, Wilder didn't carry his weight uh, well at all. Either way, he didn't carry his weight because he didn't he didn't perform like he, you know like he talked. He talked to he talked to talk, but he didn't walk the walk. No, he didn't walk that aisle. Oh no, he did not walk that aisle. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you this though, Ed. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna leave Wilder and Fury alone for a minute. But you know Antonio Brown, he he been behaving himself for two weeks now. Well, uh, he trying to he trying to get back in the league. But once he get back in the league, you think he'd be the same person? Like, why oh, let me tell you, I, I was wondering, right? I was, I was like, why Antonio Brown is behaving himself, right? And I'm, I'm, I kept thinking about it. I said, let me look up. I said, let me look up some, some images of what's going on with Antonio Brown. So I first thing I see, no, not the first thing. One thing I see is that him turning himself into jail for that, for that little fight that he had with the, uh, with the moving people, right? And uh, then him getting out of jail after he had to spend the night in jail, he had to spend the night in jail about that moving thing, right? He get out of jail, and when he you see him get out of jail, he got a, a like a lime green tuxedo on and a, a warm up jacket on under the tuxedo jacket, right? And then he got some boots on, and and he can't put his sleeve down on his pants. Cause he got one of them monitors, ankle monitors on, right? <laughs> yeah. You gotta see it, man. You gotta see it. It's, it's kind of funny. He he in a green tuxedo with some boots, some ankle boots on, and he got a ankle monitor on the top of the boot. And then the green tuxedo pant won't go over the ankle monitor. <laughs> he he walk out of that jail. He looks madder than a mug. You hear me? Boy, he looked hot. Boy, that joke looked hotter than this. Is that, is that when he went the wrong way? No, 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 no. 
No, no. I, I, I guess that must have been another time he went to jail. And so I was wondering why he was behaving himself, right? So now I know. Man, uh, a night in jail in Dade County will make you change your mind. You hear me? I'm telling you, man. And 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 and, and, and he wasn't in jail. He was in Fort Lauderdale. A, a, a night in Fort Lauderdale jail will make you change yeah. your mind, too. You hear me? They don't play down there in Dade County and Broward County, Palm Beach County about that jail thing, man. They think if you come to jail, you deserve it. They don't care who you are. So um, I know that was not a pleasant experience for him. And so... And a celebrity at that. Oh, man. Oh, man. Just probably being in isolation was not a good experience. So I'm telling you, now you can see that a little jail time has, has changed his whole persona. And one more thing. When he got out of jail and he was walking to the car that he was going to be leaving in, right? I was like, I know he's uh-huh. getting, he getting ready to roll up on some, some $300,000 Mercedes-Benz or some $300,000 Jaguar, BMW, um, Lexus, something, something big, you know what I mean? Some, uh, maybe a Maybe a, a a limousine or something. This dude go get up in a Jeep, man. A Jeep. You know, this ain't, <laughs> this ain't Antonio Brown that we've seen throughout all these years come in a helicopter, in a doggone Rolls Royce. Yeah, everything. He gets in a Jeep, man. A Jeep. I'm, I'm like, hey, you know, maybe there are some truth to the stories about him you know him slipping with the money just a little bit. You know, uh, maybe he, he balling on the budget now. I don't know. But <laughs> his attitude has really changed, and he really and he knows what it takes to get back in the league, and that is a change in attitude, man. And I hope now, it's he not apologize. This yeah. year's draft's gonna be full of uh, young receivers, so somebody will take him. I I I think somebody will take. I don't think anybody coming out of the draft will be as talented as he is when he's in 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 good shape. Not even a top shape, just good shape. I think he could um he could outperform anybody coming out of coming into the NFL this year in the draft. But whoever get him, they still got the, uh, he still got allegations over his head, so they got to deal with that too. Yeah, you're right. They have to deal with that. Yeah. Hey, well, what you think about on Emmett Smith coming out and saying, uh, Emmett, Smith, Emmett Smith comes out and says that Dak Prescott should take a take a uh, a pay cut for the team. He didn't take one. That's what I said. He didn't take one. Matter of fact, he held out. He held yeah. out some games for until he got paid. But now he's gonna tell this man that he should take a pay cut. That's that's ridiculous to me. You know, I don't, I don't, no, I don't he, yeah, he's wrong for that, man. Way wrong for that. Yeah, because, uh, I ain't gonna tell somebody that that's a that's an important job, man. If you if you lose it, like, let's say you get somebody younger coming in that's better than you, you take a pay cut. Now, now you you take a uh, taking the reps away from yourself, too. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I, I don't I don't I don't get that. You know, um 
I said it here on this show a while back that uh, it was a possible that uh, Michael Irvin had said something about uh, Tom Brady coming to the Dallas Cowboys. And people thought I was, yeah. you know, people thought he was crazy, and then then Mike backtracked it and said, "No, I was just saying what somebody said." Now the story seems to be catching a little bit of legs that Jerry Jones is. Uh, He's getting old, basically. Let's put it like it is. Jerry Jones is getting old, and he wants a championship now. He don't want to wait until a couple years from now. He wants a championship now. You understand what I'm saying? So it's a possibility that we could, we might see Tom Brady with the Dallas Cowboys this year, 2020. What do you think? What do you think? They got him caught in uh, Las Vegas or uh, San Diego, back on the West Coast. So I don't know, man. I I say if he got one more year, and he might stay with the Patriots. He's the Patriots, yeah. Uh, well, it is. Tom Brady wants two years, two years guaranteed. You know, and, and well, you know, and Tom you know, almost could leave on his terms too. Patriots give it to him. Plus, you got, uh, I guess, Diggs from Minnesota. He wanna, he wanna, uh, he wanna leave. He rather go to uh, to the New England Patriots. Oh, but, I, I, I could see them picking up Diggs easy. I, I, I really could see that. But the problem is, I got. Who's going to be quarterback in the New England Patriots? That's going to be the question. And I don't think it's going to be Tom Brady. The more I think about it, the more I think Tom Brady is going to be out the gate. I mean, he, he's he's they don't want they don't want to give Tom Brady two years of guaranteed money because they know he only has about one year left in him. And I don't think they want to give him say twenty eight million dollars to be sitting on the bench that second year. I, I just don't think, and, and I don't think they think they can win with him. The Patriots, they did. No, but I think the Cowboys might be saying, "Hey, I think we can win. We might be able to go to the Super Bowl with our defense and uh, what we have on offense." Tom Brady at the helm. What would he do with that, man? Hey, he's a free agent, and maybe they'll trade him. You know, I, 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 I see that. I see that Tom Brady going there only because Jerry Jones is getting old. Only because of that. Now, I, I, the, the, the right move would be to pay Dak Prescott thirty million dollars or whatever he wants. The, the, the thirty million dollars, because I don't think he's worthy of Russell Wilson kind of money. You know, I just don't think no. that's going to happen. No. Hey, Dave, we got to get out of here, man. Thanks for calling, man. Don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday talking sports on SportsFO you and VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, thank you for having me. Always. Hey, you know, um, Greg Olson um, is going to going to be playing with the Seattle Seahawks. Man, I think that's going to be a good move for him. You know, Greg Olson's been around for a while. 
He's uh, been with Carolina Panthers. I think he was drafted by the Panthers, been there for a long time. So I'm, I'm happy to see him have him going towards the end of his career and having a chance at um at um at winning a Super Bowl. And uh, one of my teammates, Alonzo Highsmith, is going to be joining the Seattle Seahawks in the personnel department. Uh, Highsmith was with the Cleveland Browns last year in their uh, in their personnel department. In, in a management um, job in some sort or another. And speaking of teammates, uh, another one of my teammates is not feeling so well. Rodney Bellinger is in the hospital up in Georgia. And we're all praying for him and uh, wishing him well. Get well soon, Rob. We all love you. Hey, guys, we'll be back next week with more sports info on voiceamerica.com. Peace. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver will be back again next Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.